This is Jensen, and you are listening to a Hint of Everything podcast. Welcome back. Happy day to you. Happy day to everyone. I am so excited. I'm so excited to be here. I hope you're excited to be here. If it's Thursday while you're listening to this, I hope you had just a splendid week and you're ready for a fantastic weekend. I hope you got some fun things planned or I hope that if you don't have anything fun planned, I hope that you have a nice relaxing weekend where you can get caught up on sleep And you can do whatever you need. Maybe you're going to have a productive weekend where you just crank through that to-do list. Because I love, I love those weekends where I get to crank through my to-do list early on in the weekend and then just chill the rest of the weekend and just no plans, get to sleep in, hang out. Those are the best. So whatever you've got planned, whether it's a fun activity or chilling or cranking through to-do list, I hope that you're ready because I'm here rooting for you and I'm excited for you. Today... Today, 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 we have such an exciting topic to talk about, and I, oh, I got this idea a while ago, and I've been so excited ever since, and here we are making it happen, making the dream a reality, but let's do a little peach and pit. If you have been listening to the last few episodes, you will know that last week, I was talking about how I just started a new book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the one that wrote Eat, Pray, Love oh my goodness, I finished it today. It is so good. It's so good. It's so inspirational. I swear every single chapter is like mind-blowing. Just it's all about creativity and about how creativity like fuels your soul and how to get out of a creative rut. I wish I had an episode like a couple months ago about getting out of a creative rut. I should have listened to this book because I listened to it on Audible. I should have listened to it before I did that episode because I'm just so inspired. Literally the entire book through the course of listening to it, I've written down about a billion podcast episode ideas. So just wait, we got some, we got some exciting stuff coming up inspired by Big Magic. If you're looking for a book to read, to listen to, go listen to that one. And now I need a new book to read or listen to. So if you have any recommendations, please send them my way. I'm very picky about the books I read. I'm, I know everybody loves like the romance, mystery. What are the, what are some of the ones that are really big right now? A, a, a court, no, a tale of, what is it? A tale of court room roses. <laughs> I don't know what it is. A tale of court and, what? A court of thorns and roses? Is that what it is? Ugh, I don't really know. I probably should look it up. Oh, by the way, a few weeks ago, no, a few months ago, I did a podcast episode. I talked about BTS because I didn't know what it meant. I had some people respond to me and they told me that it means behind the scenes. So now I know. I feel like a fool, but I'm glad that it, that I learned, you know? That's that's what we're here on this earth to do, to learn. And I learned that BTS means behind the scenes. So now I'm in the loop. I'm good to go. Okay. Anyway, so Peach definitely finishing that book. It was so good. I want to read it again. Don't really have pit this week. So this week was good. Well, I mean, other than the fact that I had a little little emotional breakdown, but you know, what's, what's life without a few emotional breakdowns here and there? It was funny because this morning I woke up feeling on top of the world. I was feeling so, so good. And I was like, 
dancing around. I was at the grocery store earlier. Actually, I went to a couple grocery stores. I went to Trader Joe's. I just, that place is too good. Was there and then I went to Costco. I was literally dancing around through the aisles, having such a good time. Not even listening to music. I was like playing music in my head, just having such a great time. And it's crazy because with this whole life experience thing, you can go from feeling on top of the world and then 30 seconds later, feeling the worst. So I had a little emotional breakdown as, as we all do sometimes as humans, but I'm feeling a lot better now. So I would say that's my pit, but it's, it's fine. It's just, just part of the human experience. Anyway, I also, this is not a pit. This is not a peach. This is not any of those things. This is just an idea I had. No, no, no. It's it's not an idea. It's an idea I stole, but I'm so excited to do it. I just want to share because I think it is such a fun idea. So I was watching this girl on YouTube. I don't even know how her, like her video just recommended and I just watched it. Her name is Kelty O'Connor and she does like fitness YouTube videos. I was just watching one of her videos. There was one part of the video where she was talking about how every single month of the year, she'll make a playlist based off of whatever she's listening to that month. So it would be like, for example, this month would be April, 2023. And then I would just put in all the songs that I've been listening to. And I so want to do that because she was saying in her videos, she'll like go back and listen to certain playlists from different months last year or the year before, and it'll immediately take her back to that time. And I just thought that was so fun because I don't know if you feel this way, I'm sure you do. But when you listen to like certain songs, it reminds you of certain times. But if you have like a whole playlist just dedicated to that month, I'm sure it'll just take you right back. So I've already started doing that. I already created the playlist for April, 2023, and I'm just adding to it as I go. And I'm just excited to be able to go back and like transport myself back to that time. It'll it'll just be fun. It'll just be fun. Okay, let's get into the topic. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. Okay, you've probably read the title, Ted Lasso. I've talked about Ted Lasso before on this podcast, different episodes. I've talked about it, how much I love it. It's a TV show. A little background. I am not a huge TV watcher. I am very, very picky about the shows I like to watch. For one, I usually do not watch anything that doesn't have some kind of humor or comedy. I just can't really get into it. Also, I can't really get into reality TV. I just, I've tried. I've tried watching The Bachelor. I've tried watching The Bachelorette. A little bit of Real Housewives here and there. I, I just don't really get into it. It's just not, it's not my thing. I do like comedies. I have my certain comedies that I watch, but again, I'm really picky. Of course, of course, I'm not a psychopath, so I like The Office. I like New Girl. I like Parks and Recreation. I mean, those aren't even current shows. Those are old shows. So it's like, I'm really picky. Like I'll, I'll find a show that I like. And when I really like it, I'll just cling onto it. But I don't have a lot of shows that I just love. So when I find a show that I really, really do like, that's like current, makes me so excited. This is how I freaking feel about Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso might be my favorite show of all time. If you have not seen the show Ted Lasso, I'm going to tell you right here, right now, you absolutely need to watch it. I will give you some warning. It has some pretty crazy language and not just some, but a whole lot of big Fs, if you know what I'm saying. That being said, I still recommend it so, 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 so highly. You have to hear me out. Just listen. I myself have some weak little baby ears and I'm very sensitive to any swearing or profanity. It's just the way I am. Just my, my, my little baby ears. I do not even hear the millions and millions of beefy Fs that are spoken in Ted Lasso. And do you know why? Because this show gives me the warm fuzzies, the legit warm fuzzies and makes me want to be a better person. 
as crazy and as silly as it sounds, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a little secret. And I don't know why I'm telling you because it's going to make you cringe. It makes me cringe saying it, but I just really want to emphasize this point. Ugh, I can't believe I'm saying this. There have been multiple times, multiple occasions where Cole and I have literally said prayers at night asking for help to become more like Ted Lasso himself, the fictional character. We're literally like, we want to be more like Ted Lasso. What can we do to be more like Ted Lasso? That is how good it is. It's just, it's so good. So if you don't know, Ted Lasso is a very heartwarming comedy series that follows the story of an American football coach, his name is Ted Lasso, who is hired to manage an English football, or as Americans call it, soccer team. And the show is filled with humor and entertaining characters and a little bit of drama and more puns than you could ever even imagine. Like just Ted Lasso, he's the pun guy. He's, it's like dad jokes. There's a lot of dad humor in it. About time, I unfortunately don't have any. I have a branding meeting. So. Oh, I always feel so bad for the cows, but you gotta do it, otherwise they get lost. That was a branding joke. If we were in Kansas right now, I'd just be sitting here waiting for you to finish laughing. Yeah. And along with that, it also offers some incredibly, incredible, valuable life lessons. So I'm gonna share them. I'm gonna share some life lessons that I have learned from Ted Lasso. Also, another thought. Before I watched this show, I think this is very important for you to know. Before I watched the show, it did not sound interesting to me. I am not a sports gal. A show about soccer did not sound interesting to me in the slightest sense. And back when season one came out, my in-laws actually told Cole that him and I had to watch it, that it was so good. And Cole watched the first episode. He told me that I had to watch it on my own so that we could watch the second episode together. And I really did not want to. I was like, Ugh do I have, like, I just, this doesn't sound interesting. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get into it. So regardless, out of spite, I watched the first episode and I went into it just knowing that I wasn't gonna like it. I just had it in my head. I was like, I'm not gonna like the show. It's about sports. It doesn't seem interesting, whatever. I watched the first episode and I kid you not, it took all of the willpower I could possibly muster in my soul not to stay up the entire night and watch the whole series. Even like I wasn't done with the whole first episode. Like I was like halfway through and I was like, this is incredible. What is this? Like, why did I think I wasn't gonna like it? So I'm just saying it is so good. And I can't even tell you how many people we have just forced to watch it, even if they didn't wanna watch it, like family members, friends, we've literally forced them to watch it. And we just watched them convert with their whole heart before they were even finished with the first episode. So all of this is to say that if you have not seen it, you need to go watch it. And on that note, there will be some spoilers in this episode today. And I am going to talk about all three seasons up to the latest couple episodes. So if you're not fully caught up, I'm warning you now. And if you have no intention of watching it, I beg you to reconsider, one. And two, I do not respect your decision. You need to go watch it. But I will tell you about all the life lessons I've learned from this beautiful, beautiful show. So if you wanna listen without watching it, you can listen, you'll get the spoilers, you'll wanna go watch it. Let's get into it, shall we? So the first lesson from Ted Lasso. We all know if you're watching this and you have seen Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, he is the epitome of resilient. Like every time I watch the show, I just think to myself, this guy is so resilient. And that's the first thing I think of when I think of life lessons. People criticize him in the show constantly and he's just the happiest guy there is. He doesn't care if somebody is blatantly being rude to him. He will just 
keep doing what he's doing and keep trying his best. Ted maintains a relentless positive attitude through the series, even in the face of really difficult circumstances and when multiple people are like in a press room criticizing him and telling him mean things and like questioning his judgment and he doesn't even care. He's just like, whatever. Like, he's just still happy and still like trying to be positive. I know it's a show, but I'm sure there are people out there like that. And we can learn from these people and we shall try to be like these people. He's also always looking for the good in people, which is so admirable. I'm sorry, Nate. I have a real tricky time hearing folks that don't believe in themselves. So I'm going to ask you real quick again. Do you think this idea will work? Obviously, if you've seen the show, you know, the first season when he has interactions with Trent Krim, the independent, Trent Krim is kind of a jerk, but he's always trying to find the good in him. Hey, Ollie, this is my friend Trent. Trent, this is my buddy Ollie. Congrats. You both just met a cool person. <laughs> we all need to be doing that. Another thing that Ted is really good at that makes him resilient is his emotional intelligence. He's very attuned to the emotions of others and it helps him to build really strong relationships. I think that's one of the things I love so much about Ted, the character, is his ability to build relationships with everybody. Like that's something that I want to be able to do so bad and one of the things that I strive for when I watch the show that makes me want to be more like Ted Lasso is his ability to like build connections and build relationships with people and build them up and literally like make friends with everybody. Caesar, you later. Ooh, oh. Yes. Yes. He's intolerable. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. The next life lesson, it stands out pretty strong. I don't know. When people talk about life lessons from Ted Lasso, they would quote when he says, be a goldfish. Coach, I'm, I'm sorry. You know what the happiest animal on earth is? It's a goldfish. You know why? No. It's got a 10 second memory. Be a goldfish, Sam. Yeah. Pretty much what he means by that, it's Ted's way of encouraging people to let go of negative thoughts and emotions and focus on the present moment. And overall, be a goldfish is just a reminder to stay present, let go of negative thoughts, and focus on what you can control in the moment and just let go of the things you can't control. It's again, a message of resilience and positivity. It encourages people to stay focused on their goals and not let setbacks or negative emotions hold them back and just keep moving forward. Oh, it's so good. So good, love it. Okay, next life lesson that we can learn from Mr. Ted Lasso. When you respond to hate or bad feelings, like whether other people are treating you with hate or they have bad feelings, when you respond with kindness, it actually gives you the power. Not that you have more power over them, but you have more power over the situation. And I think about the most recent season, season three, I think it's the first episode when there's like that press conference with Nate and he kind of is like talking bad about Ted. And then in the press conference with Ted, they're asking him, oh, well, what did you think about Nate's comments? And he's just only saying nice things about Nate. And it makes Nate so frustrated and so mad, but it's like, what a power move. Yeah, well, it makes sense to me. We'll have to train in a sewer because the coach is so <laughs> Do you have any response to the comments made earlier today by your former assistant coach, Nathan Shelley? Uh, yes, I do. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he came and got us, didn't he? No doubt about that. <laughs> Hey, but that's Nate the Great for you, you know? He's the same way on the pitch, you know? He'll find the tiniest little weakness in a team and just want to attack that, yeah. I mean, uh, he's a junkyard dog, man. And smart. They're real lucky to have him over there at West Ham. 
I wish him the best of luck. When you fight fire with fire, we all know it only creates more fire. But when you treat them with kindness, it's like you have the power over that situation because they know that they can't get you. I don't know. Nate makes me mad. Anyway, don't fight fire with fire. If you treat bad feelings or hate with kindness, it gives you the power. Kind of going along with that. The next one is when you let hate fuel your actions, nothing good comes from it. You will metaphorically and in the show literally lose. Again, this one comes from the most recent season, season three. It was the last episode we watched, but by the time this episode comes out, I think there will have been two more episodes since then. It's when they have the game against Manchester United and during halftime, or I guess they don't, do they call it halftime? I don't know what they call it in soccer, but when they have like the halftime and then Coach Beard and Roy Kent show the whole team the video of Nate when he goes and he tears the sign in half and they're all so mad and they go on the field and then they get like a million red cards and they're just all upset. It's like, I don't know, it's just clear that they were all so mad and they were just acting out of anger and out of hate and they didn't win. Nothing good came out of it. The lesson is when you're fueled by hate and when you're fueled by anger, nothing good comes out of it. So let your emotions calm down before you do anything that you're going to regret. Okay. Next lesson is no matter how happy or upbeat somebody seems on the outside, you never know what they're going through. So always be kind. And this is just overall in the story, in all of the seasons, all the episodes. I especially think of Ted because obviously throughout the show, he's going through a lot of different hard challenges in his life. But then when he's with the team or he's with the other coaches or whatever, he's always like having such a good, happy attitude. And obviously there's times when he like breaks down and stuff. It's so true in real life. There are some people that hide what they're going through so well, but you don't know like what they're actually struggling with. So just treat everybody with kindness. Also kind of going along with that, treat everyone with kindness, no matter how mean or cold they are on the outside. So even when people seem like they're okay and like they don't need any help at all, or they don't need your friendship or they don't need your kindness or whatever, You never know what they're going through deep down, so you should just treat everybody with kindness. If you treat everyone like they are going through something hard, you will probably be right 99.999% of the time, meaning we're pretty much all going through something hard. So you should just be nice to everybody because you never know. Even if they're being a mean person to you, you don't know. Maybe they had a horrible day or maybe they had somebody do something super mean to them or maybe they're so extremely tired and you just caught them at the wrong time. Okay, the next life lesson is to not take anything personally. The first example I think of in the show is Rebecca's rage against Rupert, like in season one. Pretty much the whole premise, at least of the first season, is that Rebecca wants to destroy Richmond, the team, because she knows that it was one of the only things that Rupert truly loved and he hurt her, so she wants to hurt him back. And unfortunately, Ted takes the backlash for this. He's just trying to coach this team and build these players up, do the best he can do. And he has no idea that literally the reason he was hired was to destroy the team. When he finds out that this was like all this huge lie and that he was literally being used to destroy the team, He could have been so hurt, but he's not. It just shows that he is not taking it personally. Ted, I lied to you. I hired you because I wanted this team to lose. I wanted you to fail. And I sabotaged you every chance I've had. This club is all that Rupert has ever cared about. And I wanted to destroy it. To cause him as much pain and suffering as he has caused me. And I didn't care who I used or who I hurt. All you good people just trying to make a difference. Ted, I'm so sorry. I forgive you. You would? Why? Divorce is hard. 
makes folks do crazy things. I'm coaching soccer, for heaven's sake. <laughs> In London. <laughs> I mean, that's nuts. <laughs> this concept actually comes from a book called The Four Agreements. I have actually not read the book, The Four Agreements, but I've heard a lot about it. And the concept that I've heard the most from this book is this, the, to not take anything personally. And pretty much what it means is when people say or do things that hurt us, it is a reflection of their own beliefs and values and experiences rather than a reflection of who we are as individuals. And when we take things personally, we allow the opinions and the actions of others to define our sense of worth, which can lead to feelings of insecurity and self-doubt and resentment. So the whole idea is instead of taking things personally, we should try to detach ourselves from the opinions and actions of others and then focus on our own sense of inner peace and well-being. It's, it's so true though. Anything that anybody does is not about us. When somebody does something mean to us, they're not thinking about us, they're thinking about themselves. For some reason, they think that hurting us or doing something against us or doing something mean to us is going to make them feel better. I just love that concept. I should probably read the book, but those are the little pieces I've gotten from it. And I've, I just think the whole concept is really good because pretty much nothing that anybody does is about you. It's about them. So don't take anything personally because somewhere in their past experiences or somewhere in their life or for some belief they have or something internally or something that's going on in their head makes them think that whatever they're doing to you is the right thing to do and is going to be the best decision. Okay, the next lesson is to always be quick to forgive. And this one's just just a quick little a quick little lesson that we've learned from Ted, but one of the most tender scenes I think of the entire series so far up to this point is in the first season when Rebecca goes and she tells Ted. She tells him why she hired him and the whole thing with Rupert and everything and immediately he forgives her. Like when I watched that scene, I was sobbing. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he just he just forgave her like that. And I know, I know, I mean really with this whole podcast episode, I know this is all fiction and their characters, but you know, we can flip and learn from it. Like it is, we can all take these examples and just apply them to our lives because they're so good and it inspires me and I need to be better at it. Oh, I actually, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch that scene because it just warms my heart and I need to remember to be quick to forgive. Holding a grudge only hurts you. Okay, the next life lesson we learn from Ted Lasso is to remember somebody's name and I've talked about this in other episodes as well, but when you remember somebody's name, it makes them feel so, so important. And we see this early in the series with Nate the Great, who is now Nate the Great, who I hate because ugh, we all know if you're current, if you're caught up, you know, Nate is the absolute worst right now. But back when he was just, just simple, innocent Nate, Ted Lasso literally is like the first two episodes or first episode. He remembered Nate's name and Nate was shocked and he felt so good. And you could just see him like so happy because this coach who none of the other coaches ever remembered his name before, nobody has ever made him feel important, just remembered his name and like asked for his opinion and acknowledged that he was there and like showed him appreciation. It wasn't anything big. He literally just remembered his name and like said hi to him and talked to him a little bit and it made him feel so good. You continue to impress, Nathan. You remember my name. <laughs> we have all had experiences like that in our lives when someone who we didn't expect to remember our name remembered our name or remembered something about us. Like if you ever talk to somebody that you aren't super, super close with, but they remembered something about your life and you're like, oh my gosh, you did not have to remember that, but you did. And it just makes you feel so special. Ted is so great at that. So 
I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Hopefully that you're not, you're not cringing that I'm using just his first name, Ted, but I feel like when you watch the show, you just love him. You just, if you feel like he's a real person, you gotta call him Ted. I usually get a little uncomfortable when people call celebrities by just their first name, like they know them personally, but we just have to. We have to in this episode, so sorry. Okay, that is pretty much it. That's pretty much all the life lessons that I have for you from Ted Lasso. There are probably a million other life lessons you can pick out from Ted Lasso. Now, where I'm from, we got a saying too. Yeah? Do you believe in miracles? Now, I don't need y'all to answer that question for me, but I do want you to answer that question for yourselves. And if you do, then I want y'all to circle up with me right now. Come on, let's go. Get in here. To quote the great UCLA college basketball coach, John Obi-Wan Gandalf, it is our choices, gentlemen, that show what we truly are, far more than our abilities. What do you think? You're on. Okay. Uh, double in, double out. Whatever you say, Ruby Dukes. Yeah. Just let me know if I'm winning or losing, all right? <laughs> oh, I forgot I had these on me. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a second. I forgot I'm left-handed. I was gonna be a hoop. You know, Rupert, guys have underestimated me my entire life. And I realized that their underestimating me, who I was, had nothing to do with it. Because if they were curious, they would ask questions. You know? Questions like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? <laughs> Which I would have answered, yes, sir. Every Sunday afternoon at a sports bar with my father from age 10 to I was 16 when he passed away. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> the show has such a big theme of kindness and selflessness and compassion for others, among many other things like resilience and hard work and perseverance. But I, I just love it. And I honestly try every day to be more like Ted Lasso because he's just the epitome of kindness and resilience and encouragement and motivation and selflessness. I just I just love the show and I want to go back and watch it. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something. I hope that if you haven't watched Ted Lasso that you go watch it and that we can all be a little bit more like Ted Lasso. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have the best rest of your day and if you like this episode, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on social media if you want to. That'd make me feel good. Also, I haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you like the podcast, go give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or I don't know if you can give it a rating or review on Spotify. I'm not actually sure. If you did that, I would appreciate it so very much. Honestly, I don't even know if I can tell you how much I appreciate it. I even just appreciate when people text me and say, hey, I listened to the podcast, even if they don't even say anything about it. If, even if they, if somebody just tells me they listen to it, oh man, warms my heart, fills my cup. So Thank you all for listening today. I hope that we can all be a little bit more like Ted Lasso. And don't forget to be a goldfish. Keep moving forward and let go of negativity. There's your hint of everything. Have a great day. See ya. Hey.